uh, Dane Bambage or anything like that. Totally fine. Um, football's a game you play when you care more about glory uh, than your own head. It's like, oh man, I can't do math, but they said my name on the loudspeaker. That's pretty cool. Um, I have more tanks on that one. Um, yeah, I'm working on this one right now. So yeah, the concussion, bane damage, which killed. Um, <laughs> no, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, here, uh, like I got interviewed for uh, um, uh, the radio uh, one time after a game. They're like, oh, we're here with Evan Montalongo, game-winning tackle. Uh, just let us know what was going through your head in that last play. And I'm like, someone's burning toast. <laughs> um, thank you. It's like, thank God I wasn't a quarterback, because that would not go well. I like actually tried out for quarterback one time, and it did not go well, because I was like, blue. I see blue, spots, spots. Mom, what's going on? Peanut butter popsicle, peanut butter popsicle. Can we go to the game? McDonald's after the game. Where am I? Where am I? It's <laughs> um, all the brain damage. Um, all right, cool. That's all I got time for. Evan Montalongo. Single-handedly bringing old-timey racism back to the forefront. One joke at a time. Yeah, one joke at a time. I thought that was a really funny joke. I think that um, when you're going to teach her a lesson, I would then speak in Spanish. Like instead, like be like, I'm going to teach her a lesson and then be like, Quanto cuesta, blah, blah, blah. like say something, you know, because that, that Spanish stuff, that was, that was funny. That was cheeky. I was going to say something similar. Like at the end, your, your last bit is also speak in Spanish. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It was a great set, though. I mean, I don't think there's a lot to... I mean, and it's fun that you punctuated it with um, some super cheesy, like, one-liners. I'm sure you can break those out in the middle of things to sort of, like, yeah, exactly. It does just as a transition out of nowhere. Like, the herpes one is just dumb. Like, everyone's going to get, you know, it's like, you could, but you could even, you could get, like, a little silly, they'll be like, blah, 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 and then I'd be like, did you, I mean, there's got to be a bunch of tags for herpes that are just dumb. That, and it's like, dig, double down on it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Evan Montalongo, everybody. Your next comedian. Put your hands together for Vishal Call. Thanks, everybody. What's going on? So I'm stoked, y'all. I made a breakthrough in the gym today. Here's what happened. Worked out really hard. Shirt was off. Looking at myself in the mirror. I was tugging my tummy fat all the way down. And for the first time, I could see, oh, this narcissism is going to be a problem. <laughs> uh, now, people tell me I look like I could be uh, in movies, but like as the funny best friend, you know? And like, you know what I tell those people that think I just play a supporting role in their lives? I tell them... Go get her, Tiger. Uh, I'm also flustered because on my way over here, this girl I'm seeing texted me, and she told me I had this thing BDE, if you've heard of it. Yeah, she told me it means baby dick energy. <laughs> you all seem like a cool crowd, so I'm going to get controversial for a second. Hot takes. I fucking love white people. I love white people. There you go. Especially because they all do this very sweet thing where they tell me about the Indian stuff they discover. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> My friend Kayla the other day, she was like, Vishal, you have got to try this new thing they only have at Pete's. You're going to love it. It is called turmeric. Because <laughs> great and shy. And uh, white people on the street will stop me and like be like, yo, I love your work on Chutney. <laughs> Do Bikram yoga every weekend. Keep with a good job, buddy. And honestly, I appreciate that stuff, though. Because I didn't know what those things were before. <laughs> Grew up in San Jose, went to India one time in the last 10 years. Didn't like it. It was gross. I don't know why white people keep wanting to go to India. Honestly, it's like too hot, too stinky, too crowded. Just go to the tenderloin. I will say, though, I enjoy people teaching me about shit, so now I try to do the same thing. So I'll be like, yo, Spencer, Trader Joe's got this exotic new spice you're going to love called mayonnaise. Yo, Kayla, they got this new fad you're going to enjoy called snow sports. <laughs> Yo, check out this new label. They got this great music you're going you're gonna to love called NPR. Uh, I, I shit on white people, but I think y'all just want a culture. Uh, and I get that. And that's why you all pin your hopes on 23andMe. <laughs> Uh, and if you don't know what it is, I'll fill you in. 23andMe is a bullshit lottery game that only white people play so they can become a minority without working for it. That's the prize. Because you don't see Asian people, be, Asian people being like, I hope I'm 8% Cherokee or some shit like that. There's no ambiguity with us. You know, We can trace our lineage all the way back up to Genghis Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked a lot of people, y'all. Uh, but, you know, Becky and Chad aren't doing 23andMe so they can, like, uh, confirm their Anglo-Saxon heritage. No, you're doing it in the 1% chance that you're something cool and interesting. Because apparently being, being white isn't good enough. Now you got to gentrify being a minority, too. Here are the rankings, though. I figured it out. Like, uh, best case, you end up a little bit... Uh, black, because then you get to make other white people feel bad. That's the best thing. Uh, a little bit below that, brown, because then you get to get into college. Worst case, pure white. That is cocaine white, as in you're still privileged enough to afford cocaine. A little bit above that, Jewish. Uh, that's all I want to do today. Thanks, y'all. Mutual call, everyone. Yay. Comments. Those were some really good jokes. Um, I that line gentrify being a minority. I think that's a bigger idea. Yeah. I think that needs to stand on its own. Yeah. Um, and yeah, come somewhere else maybe with um, talking about yeah. We we want to gentrify everything. Could even be a tie to turmeric at whatever okay. Starbucks. Um, yeah. Whatever. Gentrifying my native um, my my people's. Drinks. Oh God, I'm not good at this. You know what I mean. I thought it was super funny that you were shitting on India and you're Indian. Like that, I was like, I've never heard anybody do that before. Be like, I'm from San Jose. Fuck it. Like I'm not teaching me about India. That was. I, I really liked that twist. I thought it was really funny. It played into my own uh, racism. <laughs> but I do love samosas or my desert island food. They are. That's what I would eat forever. The Punjab kind. <laughs> Uh, I think you should just hit him with tags, like when it comes to that fucking um, the white people bring into your attention all this Indian shit. Just do like a million, dude. Just like until their ears bleed. It's so funny. Like you, you could just keep. There's so many things. Like I've heard you do different ones. I think you said like yoga one time. 
there's so many fucking things. These white girls are fucking crazy. There's so many fucking things. Yeah. So many things. It's hilarious. Um, and like Pam said, shitting on India. Great, dude. <laughs> Keep it up. Do, you're doing the Lord's work, you know? All right. <laughs> no, I think that's very funny. It's just, um, it's just really funny a, when you're like, flip, I went there you know? and I hated it. Like, why would you? I just think that's so funny because everyone goes on their like, pilgrimage to go like to India and, and it's and you're just like, why would you want to step over homeless people? Come on. Tuesdays, like, uh, like uh, you can't, like uh, I can't shit on it because you're shitting on. I can't shit on India more than like Indians are already in, people in. You know they shit in the street. That's the ther- that's a stereotype. Yeah, it's something like that. You'll figure it out. But that's where the tenderloin works so well. That whole like you could even turn that into a whole separate joke where you think you were talking about India, but really you're talking about the tenderloin. Like you could be like you have to walk over questionably housed people and there's shit in the street and they're burning things and there's you know like make it. Yeah. And then say it's the tenderloin, and people will think that it would be a fun like reversal. To expand on that, like if you're going to India, you're like, you're like, yeah, I went to India, and then you start describing the tenderloin, you'll be like, that was just on the way to the airport through the through the tenderloin. You're like, I didn't even get there yet, and then when you get there, you're like, oh, I could have just stayed in the tenderloin. And also, the I like the flipping the I think the I uh, the idea of like white people going to India for like a yeah. p- pilgrimage, flipping it on its head, and, like Indian people coming to America for uh, uh, like a pilgrimage, and like all the shitty cultural things that they would like attach themselves to and bring back. Uh, I just wanted because you kept looking at your phone. Do you write out your jokes word for word? Uh, I used to do the whole thing, and then now I'm trying to like just do kind of bullet points. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all I would say was, yeah, yeah. Just try not to, because it, it did feel like I, I think what you're going was good, but you got to. Uh, it, it didn't always feel super natural. Like yeah. you're talking, it felt like you're reciting something that you have memorized word for word. Yeah. So you might want to try like taking the same premises and just. Just going, I'm going to talk about these premises, but just do it as, like, know where you're going with the punchline, but don't really do the setup word for word. Just to make it, give it a more natural feel. I I don't know what what you want to do with this one, but, uh, like, I wanted to bring to your attention that 23andMe just added, like, Indian subdivisions. So you can see, like, what part of India you're from now, because they didn't have enough data beforehand, but now they do. So, I don't know. You can also feel special. Yeah. Dropping knowledge. <laughs> Hot facts. All right, thank you. Be sure call. Be sure call everyone. Yay! Yay! That's how the joke workshop works. Yay! Everybody's happy. Uh, keep paying attention and being awesome for your next comedian. Put your hands together for James Mora. How's it going, everybody? How are we doing? Anyone else pretty drunk right now? All right. Um, this is cool, guys. I've been on a fucking bender, dude. My, anyway, we can do on that. We can talk about this later. Um, have you guys seen the video of the guy getting fucked by the horse? You don't. You haven't seen it. Cool people. Yeah, Mark has probably watched it about 15 times. Um, <laughs> Uh, so there's a video, it's called Mr. Hands, uh, the synopsis, spoiler alert, for those who are planning to watch it, it's a guy getting fucked by a horse, um, it's pretty straightforward. I was watching, I was like, this is a cool video, you know, I like nature and shit, you know what I mean? Um, it made me feel good, and, <laughs> and then, and then I heard the guy, so the guy dies, which is a bummer, you know, and that made me pretty sad to hear that. And I was thinking, what a shitty funeral for his parents, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's a rough way 
for your son to go. You know what I mean? Right? Like, that's not the way I'd want. And also eulogizing that dude must have been pretty tough, too. You know what I mean? Like, Frank was a good boy. Loved the outdoors. Really loved horses, it seems. In the end, he just loved them too much, it appears. Um, and sorry, just to continue on this point, not to you know beat a dead horse or anything. Um, I just wonder, did they do like an open casket funeral? Like, what was it, you know what was that like, right? Because whatever, I just wonder. I just think whatever face you're making when you're being as fucked to death by a horse, I assume it just stays on your face forever. You know, so just it was he just like. All right, that's the whole. That's the whole of that one. Um, cool. I was uh, I was driving pretty high recently. I was driving back from Sacramento, and uh, I was I so a song came on that I really liked, and I was trying to turn it up on the volume on the left side of the steering wheel, but I was so high that I was actually just turning the cr cruise control up faster and faster and faster. Uh, but I was too high to realize that, so I just felt myself getting more and more excited. I was like, "This song is awesome!" <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> do you guys ever think about how there used to be no deodorant? Like, do you guys ever think about that? Like, everyone used to just smell like, like the whole world used to just smell like Bart. You guys ever <laughs> think about, like, you ever, you ever think about the fact that Jesus Christ used to just smell like ass? You know? Like, that's actually why we say Jesus Christ like that, is because at one point he, like, lifted his arms to, like, do a miracle, and everyone was like, Jesus Christ, dude, like, let's fucking, they were like, oh my God. He was like, yeah? <laughs> It's like, dude, you smell like shit right now. Um, th I think that's also why the population was so low because everyone, people smell too bad to get close enough to each other to fuck. You know what I mean? Like, have you guys ever, my friend, have you ever gone down on your girlfriend right after she gets off of work? It's been like an eight hour day. It was kind of hot. She was kind of stressed, right? It's a bad, if you ever, all I'm saying is if you ever want to lose your boner, just imagine going down on a woman in the 1600s. You know what I mean? Like, it's a pretty, probably a pretty tough situation. Um, all right. Cool. I've, I don't give money to white homeless people. Um, what happened? Where did this go wrong? You know what I mean? Like, I feel, like, I, I feel like for, for you to deserve any of my money, I deserve an explanation, you know? Because you guys wrote... You guys invented capitalism to oppress brown people, so it's like why, like what? And b black homeless people, I'm I'm out here hooking brothers up. You know what I mean? Like I'm giving twenties out, right? And they can they can fucking smell it on me too. The other day, like uh, <laughs> they can smell it. On the other day, I was I was walking by a, a black homeless person, like, hey brother, and I was like, all right. She's like, yo, let me get five, and I just gave him five dollars. I was like, I don't see, but it's like with white homeless people, it's like. I just turned into like a Fox News host, you know? I'm like, get a job. <laughs> it's not that hard, my friend. And, and, and I feel like at this point, like, like until we figure out this whole reparations thing, white people still owe me money, homeless or not, right? <laughs> so a white homeless person is like, let me get some change. I'm like, let me get that 40 acres and a mule, bro. Like, can we talk about that? All right, that's been it. Thank you. The always funny James Mora. That was amazing. When you lift your arms, it smells like $20 bills. I would do a call back to like when people are asking you for money, like that you, when you walk around, they can smell it on you. Yeah. Do like a little call back to the Jesus thing instead of it being that he stunk so bad. It's like you stink of 20s oh, okay. or like a fresh crisp hundreds or whatever. Be, I'm like an elitist. Yeah, you smell elitist. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, thanks for calling me your friend. Um, are you actually on a bender right now? I I am, dude. All right. I started dating this girl, and she's insane. Nice. I hope it's going well. Uh, I've been on a lot of uppers and the for funeral. the last month. That's what, yeah, that's what the definition of bender Can we edit this out? No, yeah. it's cool. <laughs> I'm rewind. like on, I'm an on one right now, dude. There's funny games that rewind. Uh, the, the, <laughs> about the, the funeral. On one. Is there any possibility of you adding like uh like the horse was at the funeral? Like this idea of a lover being concerned. Ooh, I really like that, huh? Okay, okay, cool. They invite the horse. Cool. Glad like I he has to meet the dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, funny, man. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Do you think they invited the horse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I loved your son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is his wife. Yeah. <laughs> his departed. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. That's, this is that, late that wife. Is yeah. His late wife, like Barbara per, or something. Personalized, like making the, the, the animal like more human it is, is literally yeah. part, part of like a huge step or th- theory in comedy. What was the last Triple Crown winner? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Do you feel remorse? It's like, no, I've tore that ass up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, you can always bring not my sea fault. Biscuit. You can always bring sea biscuit into it. Everybody yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's his, yeah. Mr. Here's his late wife, sea biscuit. Right? Yeah. Mr. Ed, Mr. Mr. Ed, Ed was a talking, talking horse, horse yeah. but that's kind of like super dated. Yeah, but so is so is so is sea like the the sea biscuit was from that's the twenties or something. Yeah. This was like the most filthy, disgusting set I've ever heard from you. Oh, yeah. I, no, I loved it. Like, it, it was I'm just, I'm, I've changed. I, I have to take a shower. Thanks, man. And that's like a lot from me. You know what I mean? Like, me? Like, come on. Like, yeah. that's, that's great. I think, uh, talk, like, if you, if, since you're going, already going that dirty, I would, like, the dude's ass must have been just completely, like, destroyed, right? It was, so, yeah, like, I mean, you're, was, you, was, like, when you bad. die, you shit, right? Well, like, like, he would just literally shit out his entire, like, everything. They think they call it a prolapsed rectum if you want to begin. Yeah, no, that's past prolapse. I think that it was worse imagine. than that. I think yeah, he made no, just the, like... Have you seen the video? I don't he watch makes porn, a noise. no. I don't, make, I don't watch porn. I the knew dude, Mark would have seen porn. the video. <laughs> no, the dude makes a noise. You could tell when he really gets, like, completely penetrated. You know, like... Mr. Mr. Hands, Hands yeah. yeah. Two guys, one horse. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah, you can no, tell... It's, it's art, really. You can tell when it, like, the penis, like, sort of passes... Passes his the brain. region. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, dude, it's a fucking horse cock, dude. It's like your forearm, dude. Yes, he does. He dies, well, I mean, he dies he, later, yeah. He dies from internal hemorrhaging. Yeah, I'm sure that was very shortly after. Yeah. I don't even think he probably made that ambulance ride, dog. <laughs> I'm sure during it was some of the most pleasurable moments of his life, you know what I mean? Great. So. Yeah. It's I think clear you can kind of tell. Through the video. I think you can kind of tell. I'm going to get off the microphone. With a certain. <laughs> With a certain thrust, I think you can tell it's like this dude's in some trouble. Yeah. Do we do we, do we already do like what if the horse came to the funeral? You guys just did that. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. And uh, if like uh, the guy's parents are like you know like Godfather one like after Sonny dies. <laughs> yeah. Like, what would that horse did to my boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking with the the homeless uh, guy joke with the white homeless people. Yep. My mind went to like sports or something. I don't know a lot about sports, but there's something there with like. You you had like a three one lead or something, and you like blew it. Right, yeah, yeah. What the metaphor is? Yeah. No, if I had more time, I try to do like the short version. Yeah, but if with more time, I I really just go more into how easy it is to be white and not homeless. Like it's pretty, it's actually fairly easy, I think. You know, just do anything. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. <laughs> for the uh, for the homeless thing, I think you should call the guy White Devil. What? Yeah, I think it's just funny to call a homeless man that. White Devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Already yeah, yeah. down and out. Um, and for the Jesus thing, you said shit. I'm wearing Jordans or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think you should uh, for the uh, the Jesus thing. You said shit at some point. We say holy shit. Um. Yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then finally, for uh, uh, Miss, the Mr. Hands thing, have you? This is kind of unrelated, but have you seen the jar in the butt video? No. It's, it, oh yes. As far as things oh, in butt that's the videos worst thing I've ever go. Seen. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I just want more people at the Bay Area Comic Con to talk about the jar in the butt because I don't have any jokes about the jar in the butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen it's, in my life. It's really terrible. Yeah, Charity, you should check this out too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of blood. It's. Do not put mason jars in your anus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, yeah, that, that's the bit of advice I would give. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't fuck horses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and what if uh, someone jokingly said about uh, Mr. Like the guy being married? What if what if his wife was like pregnant, and then a few months later she gives birth <laughs> to a pony, and then just <laughs> to a centaur? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Like, what the fuck? Is it? I was like, he, he looks like no, you. Yeah. Not to Sorry. beat a dead horse, but there's one more thing. Um, Rumi. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I I was very proud, I was yeah. proud of myself for that one. Uh, Rumi wrote a poem in like the 1300s called The Gourd, and it's literally about a rich woman who has sex with a donkey, but she uses this gourd, and her servant lady watches her through. It's a poem that Rumi wrote, and a servant girl watches her through this window, but doesn't see the gourd, and then dies because she fucks the donkey. And the moral of the story is use, see everything before you try something, know what's really going on. But it was, it was a poem written in the 1300s. Just yeah. So she for, she she fucked the donkey and also died. No, no, because the, the servant girl died because the woman fucked the donkey all the time, but she used the gourd so it wouldn't penetrate, wouldn't eviscerate her because she put this thing, this hollowed out gourd between oh, okay. her and the donkey. So it was sort of like a a, like barrier. a barrier, like a shield. Yeah, yeah like a shield. Damn, dude. Choose, wrap choose it up. So I guess if you're gonna fuck a, a beast, like wrap it up. It's right. Like, that was the message. I think the, exactly. Like the, and like the perspective of the horse, like the horse, like what I'm not gonna go all the way in, like. You're gonna lead, yeah. me, lead me on like that, you know? There's no just the tip with a horse. Yeah. Yeah, it's all the way. Yeah. About to get this ass, dog. All right. On Everybody, that James Mora! <laughs> wow. <laughs> your next comedian. Put your hands together for Aaron Yabba Dabba Doodle Lily Lewis. Yeah! Uh, just to preface, I also have a sh joke about sh getting shit on, but I don't enjoy it in the joke, and it's not good luck, so figure it out if whatever. Uh, yeah, I got out of a long relationship recently, and uh, to get over it, I did what everybody else should do, which is fuck one of their friends. It really makes the grieving process a lot shorter. Um, and I've realized recently that being alone is really not that bad. Like, there's a lot of things that are way worse than being alone. Like, getting raped. Like, I'm sure if you're getting raped, you probably would much prefer to be alone. Or, like, if you're getting shit on by another person and you don't pay for it. Like, I'm sure some people are into that, but I'm not into that. And if you're not into it, I don't really know how you get into that kind of situation. Like, maybe you lost a bet. It's like, oh, how about I bet 
you that my team beats your team. And it's like, well, I don't have any money. It's like, okay, well, how about if you lose, I drop a log on you. It's like, yeah, I'll take that bet. Let's fucking do it. Just watching this sports game, whatever fucking game it is, and it just slowly becomes apparent that you're going to lose this bet. The other person's just fucking eating Indian food and drinking coffee. It's like, oh, no. This person's going to drop a big steamy on me. I'd much rather be alone than this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's been, I've been putting myself out there and it's been pretty weird, uh, being alone. Uh, but it's been fun. Um, like I, uh, I was like just drinking and crying in my beer or whatever. And I met this lesbian couple and, uh, <laughs> they were really supportive of me. They were trying to take care of me and they're like, Oh, you're so sweet. And it was last call. And they're like, why don't you just come over to our place? And we're going to take ecstasy and drink whiskey. And I was like, well, I'd love that. This is amazing. I don't really have a punchline for this, but this has actually happened. Like, we went over to their place, and they were braiding my hair, and we took ecstasy, and we were watching Game of Thrones. And I was like, man, yeah, fuck that ex-girlfriend. I mean, yeah, I should have wrote this out better. Uh, have you ever done cocaine and thought, yeah, I'm definitely fluent in Spanish. <laughs> I went to this after hours place, um, and it was just like totally shady. It was just like all Asians and like Mexicans smoking inside and gambling and clearly selling drugs. And, uh, I just did a fat line of wrestling powder and uh, I just thought to myself, yo hablo espanol. All of a sudden, I was talking about Liga Mexicano. I don't even know watch soccer. But one time, I got a backpack that said Cruz Azul on it. So I picked their side. And I was like, yeah, Pumas, Hotos. Tigres, Bendejos, all right? And by the end of the night, fucking degree in Espanol. All right, yeah, that was stupid. All right, thank you. Aaron Lewis, everyone. Yay. I just want to say I really like your rape joke. It's probably always going to bomb, but for just <laughs> I'm a fan. So just yeah, maybe keep doing, I don't know. How, how, probably, bra how yeah. brave, brave of you. How brave of you to do a rape joke. <laughs> you had a lot of funny stuff in there tonight. You're, you ended really strong. You had a lot of you. I haven't seen you in a I haven't seen you in a long time, and I feel like you've improved vastly. I wrote all that like today. Well, like Later. that's great. I don't know what wrestling powder is. I'm assuming it's cocaine, but. Oh yeah, yeah, it was cocaine. Oh. Yeah, I, I just thought that was like a funny funny thing it just is. to f refer to cocaine as wrestling powder you can do an act out after it oh yeah. can you smell what the i just sniffed in my yeah. nose <laughs> oh. so i thought you had some good stuff in there about like both ecstasy and cocaine but like you know if you could like compare and contrast like it was 
there. It just wasn't like put together. Like on one of them, you're like braiding hair with lesbians or whatever, and the other one, you're like fucking people or like speaking Spanish. Like yeah. just how those <laughs> drugs interact or like how they're different was is something I think about a lot. So. Did um, did my sh- getting shit on joke step on anybody else's toes? Do you think? No. Oh. No. Okay. Good. I just like the idea that like I make a bet with somebody that I don't have money, and then it's just like, well, someone's getting shit on. Like, I don't know. I it made me laugh, but clearly no one else. But everybody poops. Yeah. Put your hands together for Aaron Lewis. <laughs> right along a name I've never said before clap your hands wildly for AJ Tripathy close close enough um, yeah so uh, thanks for coming to listen to me talk um, this is a lot cheaper than therapy and uh, like Sergio who I think just stepped out I also don't have health insurance right now um, what else I uh, also recently got out of a pretty long relationship. It was uh, six and a half years. Um, so she she said she wanted to be polygamous, and I was like, oh, well, maybe. Like, I could try that. But then I remembered that I don't have health insurance, so, yeah, so it'd be a bad idea. But uh, maybe maybe Sergio will hook me up with some, some of his penicillin uh, in the future. Um, no, like, I think, I think polygamy is cool. I think, like, the principle, in principle, it's a good idea, but, like, it's 2019 and sex is still like very very complicated like uh i had actually like like getting emergency contraception is like impossible like i had a scare recently like i was going i was on this date and like we went back to her place and like it had been like six years since i'd had sex because i just got out of this six and a half year relationship Um, and so i was like i was just like ready to go and i was like well do you have any condoms? Because I wasn't actually expecting to get that far. Um, and she's like, sure. And she pulls out just like a strip of magnums. And I'm like, oh great, you have my size. Uh, no, actually I'm terrified. But like, again, it, it's been like so long and I'm like, all right, let's give, this a, let's give this a shot. And just like somehow through like sheer like force of will and like just a lot of balance, like I managed to get this thing on. So like, I'm in, you know, it's 30 seconds, I'm out, I'm done. And like, I look down and the condom has come off. I'm like, oh my God, this is awful. Like, you cannot get pregnant right now. I don't have health insurance. Um, So we kind of like go, and like, if the condom's off and you're not sure it is, like you kind of have to go fishing. Um, So you just kind of like reach in and like grab it and and like, it's fine, but it's, it's a mess. It's it's everywhere. Um, so, and we have to like go to all these different Walgreens and like the pharmacists are just like workers at, at Gap. They're like, well, do you have any, uh, do you have any plan B? And they say, uh, no. And you say, uh, well, can you check in the back? And they say, no, cause they don't have any. So, uh, anyway, it turns out like if this happens, you have to go to like the, like you can go to the ER and they have it there. And, uh, luckily she had health insurance. So it ended up being fine. Um, yeah, so I have been, I have been dating a lot. Um, 
But uh, I, I've realized the secret to online dating. It's um, put a picture of a dog in your profile picture. Like, and it, it, it doesn't matter if it's your dog. It, and it's almost better if it isn't, if you're like not looking for commitment. Because you just say like, oh, you know, like I foster puppies. Um, yeah, that's uh, the stuff I wanted to do today. Hey, AJ, how do you say your last name? It's Ajay Tripathi. Ajay. Okay, Ajay Tripathi. Yeah. All right, I just have to put the emphasis on the other syllable. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, the first thing that I would worry, I would, um, you, you have you have well written jokes, and uh, just be cautious of your. You have some clicks. You say um, you click your tongue, and you say like a lot. And I don't think that you mean to do them. You're sort of using them as place setters, sort of while you're thinking. So I challenge you to listen to this set, and next time try not to say like or um or click your tongue. And it's hard because then you have to sit with the silence while you're thinking, but you can kind of draw a laugh out of that too. Um, Oh, and it's, you kept saying polygamy, and I think they call it polyamorous, polyamory. But there's a joke there. There's got to be a joke in there that you think that it's called polygamy, and you keep calling it polygamy, but it's really polyamory. And there's got to be something in there for you. Um, and then when you mentioned the fishing, you started with the metaphor, use the whole metaphor. So use your finger, my finger's like a rod and I had to string it with a slimy worm and like I had to, I had to get in there and find the slimy worm, whatever. Like you, you use the word fishing and then you didn't continue using adjectives that would make that metaphor happen. And I feel like that could be very funny, but the, all the, all of your premises are, are great and unique to you and, and really funny. So yay. Other people. Uh, two quick thoughts. Uh, I got out of this six-year relationship six months ago, so I haven't had sex in six years. Yeah. That could be it. Yeah. Uh, my friend gave me some advice. She said, well, this is, yeah, my friend gave me some advice for online dating. She said, your picture should be of a dog if you want, like, a nice self-deprecating one. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Other comments? You're pretty good at storytelling. Um, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't 100% sure on whether or not certain things were punchlines. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, um, uh, yeah, yeah, just, that's it. Like, yeah. pause more, maybe? Or, or yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's, like, I always try to just rework ideas as much yeah. as possible. So, yeah, thanks. Clap your hands together, everyone, for Ajay Chapathi. All right, thank you guys so much for hanging in. Uh, we are in the second hour. We're getting to it. Uh, to let you guys know, the last two I have on this list in here are Kyle Morrissey and Rafi D. Sussman, but I know there's more out there on that list, so if anybody could kind of like pass that list back. All right. I want to make sure we get everybody in tonight. And right now, clap your hands together for Kyle Morrissey. Thank you. All right, yeah, my name is Kyle, obviously. Um, so three-day weekend, I was hanging out with my, uh, my, my girlfriend's relatives, and her little cousin showed me a video of the new... Showed me a trailer of the new live-action Dora the Explorer movie, and at the end of the trailer, it just says this film is not yet rated. 
Like, who's this movie going to be for? Uh, is the MPAA still deciding whether or not that scene where they pull Swiper's teeth out one by one with pliers is suitable for children under 13 not accompanied by an adult? I'm going to go see it. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's nice to have a three-day weekend. I was, I was out of town. I was watching my sister graduate from college. Uh, very happy for her. Um, she killed it. She did a great job in college. My college experience was not like hers. Um, she got like straight A's as a part of like societies. I, uh, my, my four years of college were filled with just loneliness, depression, anxiety. Um, so it really bothers me when people say that college is the best four years of your life, because comparatively speaking, college was still the best four years of my life. So, um, I'm going to be back, uh, happy to be back. I was up in Oregon. Flight, flight back was terrible. Um, happy to be back in San Francisco. I've lived here for a minute. Have you guys ever lived in a city for so long that you just stopped believing fire trucks? <laughs> like, like, like when an emergency vehicle goes by with its sirens on, are you just like, mm, I doubt it. Like, like where are these, where are the fires? Like, like if there were as many fires as there were fire trucks, like there would be no city. Um, uh, and don't tell me it's someone who's fallen and can't get up because there are no more old people in San Francisco. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I would like to think that the people who, uh, it, what it is, is the people who, who, you know, lied about having to be gluten-free accidentally did give themselves celiac disease. And it's just like, I've eaten two pieces of pizza. It feels like I have radiation poisoning. Uh, anyone here meditate? Yeah, try to meditate. I guess that's sort of the operative word. Try. Um, yeah, I uh, I like I like trying to meditate. I do these like guided videos, uh, uh, like YouTube videos online. And one I was listening to, a uh, man with a very lovely British accent, I was like, picture all of your thoughts as balloons. So I tried that, and I ended up in Stephen King's It really quickly. Um, it was very scary. Uh, none of the balloons were funny. I was like, I can't use any of these. Um, I try those like those breathing meditations, like breathe in, breathe out. And um, typically I try to do it when I'm short on time. So I just play them on 2x speed, which isn't very productive. I just end up hyperventilating and passing out. So, um, but I need to meditate. Uh, it, I've been stressed lately. You watch the news, there's a lot of mass shooters. It's always a young white guy. So people are always worried about whether or not you're gonna be the next mass shooter. And I feel like that's not totally fair. I'm definitely going to be a serial killer. Like, 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 cause if anything, like I still need like an emotional, intimate connection with my victims. Like I'm not a monster. Um, so yeah, I was, a uh, someone watching me the other night was like, well, you look like a serial killer. I was like, all right, cool. I'm connecting with the audience. This is great. Um, really fitting into the whole like psychopathic murderer persona up here. Uh, it's a good fit. Not as good a fit as my neighbor's skin, but, um, okay. All right. That's enough. Uh, um, I saw, I saw a trailer for the new, there's a new Charles Manson film coming out and I was like, really already? Like another superhero movie? <laughs> like, oh gosh. Um, let's see. I thought I was hearing the music. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to call it there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Gail Morrissey has really, really delicate ears because I really, I turned up the submixer over there, but this one still, it bleeds a little bit and you actually heard the bleeding of the sound. So kudos on you. You can still hear. Um, good for you. I was like, ah, what am I doing? 
Uh, really funny stuff. One thing, uh, celiac disease is real. <laughs> Just like, um, try not to punch down too much on people with real diseases, but I, I get, I know I get like, I get like when people are like gluten, they say gluten free and it's like a thing and vegans are also lame and stuff. But I believe that if you really do have celiac disease and you eat two pieces of pizza, it really does feel like radiation poisoning. Like it's actually a funny punchline if you're a person with celiac, but if you're not and you're punching down, I'm sorry, I just came from Portland and Seattle where they are so fucking sensitive. <laughs> like it is, I'm like, I should be a little more sensitive, but it's just a thing. Like, yeah, yeah. It, cause it, when you're in a room, like there are people that actually do suffer from that disease. So they, you could, you could make them sad because it's, it does suck to like have, it's like so much gas. Like you feel like you're going to explode. Like your whole body just feels like a bomb. Like it's, it's, I've I have friends. So not that I'm shaming you and I, I hate to do that. I'm, I'm just only saying it because I just came back from Seattle and everyone is so touchy over that. Like they are crazy. I was just in Oregon too. Um, I can't even believe I came up with that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's still like, you just have to think of a way to couch it because it is the line radiation poison, two pieces of pizza with radiation poisoning is a really funny thing. Like, I don't know. I just don't know how to make it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But it's still, it's a good. Line. And the fire truck line was great. That was, that was, I complete that whole thing. I was like, exactly. Like, are they, yeah. I, I don't remember how you got into the serial killer thing, but if you go from like the Dora trailer to the Manson trailer to the superhero thing, and then you talk about all your serial killer stuff, it could be just like a w- good way to go from one thing to the next. Okay, Instead I might want to hear a little bit more about that. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yay! Kyle Morrissey, yay! All right, everyone's still hanging in. We're moving along. We have three comics left. Keep being awesome for each other. Put your hands together for Rafi Sussman! Yay! Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I rode my bicycle here, and boy, is my ass sweaty. It is. It's riding a bicycle now um, to try to be... Uh, mobile. <laughs> it's gonna take me an hour and a half to get here on a train and bus. So I rode a bicycle. Uh, it was it was, it was terrible. It took me a uh, long time to get here. I was thinking about new stuff. It took me four. It took me forty minutes to get here on a bicycle. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking about getting a car now. Pay any amount of money to have dry underwear. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, it's your. I, the thing I don't I used to have a car the thing I don't miss about having a car is traffic uh, when you when you see like the emerge the fire trucks and the police and the whatever paramedics I always hope someone died in an accident I just just to make it worth me waiting five extra minutes <laughs> it's like someone better be in real pain because I I left the house too late <laughs> Um, the, uh, the Ninja Turtles made me think getting radicalized was a lot cooler than it actually is. I thought getting radicalized was all skateboards and pizza, but it's not something super different. I don't think Colombian people are lazy, but I do think everything from Colombia makes you more awake. Like sugar and coffee and cocaine. I love white powders a lot, like sugar and 
flour and cocaine. Um, salt. <laughs> something. There's something there. There's something there. My uncle passed away a few years ago, and uh, it was very sad. All the family was like at his house after the funeral, you know, and I was kind of like looking at his stuff. I picked up his harmonica and I blew into it. My auntie came into the room because she heard the noise. She goes, you know, I think your uncle would have wanted you to have that harmonica. I was like, oh, auntie, I don't know. I think he would have wanted me to have his car. Pretty sure he left some weed around here somewhere. <laughs> no, it's harmonica's great, thanks. I uh, graduated from college on Friday. Thank you. I have never felt more like a white man. I'll, this is just something I wrote down, but I'll elaborate because I have your attention. I have that real, like, I can do anything feeling. Like, I. You know, I can't, like, play in the WNBA, but maybe the NBA. No. But, yeah, just this fucking, this, like, limited, limitless potential fucking, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a weird feeling graduating from college. I have no more fucking obligations except to feed and clothe and shelter myself. So that's kind of liberating and cool. And I wish you all the fucking same. Um... I have no other shit I really want to work on except for last week when I was talking about uh, something else. Oh, I was, I'm working on this song where it goes, uh, sometimes I feel like sucking a penis, licking the balls and drinking the gum. I don't ever want to feel ashamed of being gay. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Yay, Robbie Sussman. Yay, and then yay. Oh, wait, let me turn your microphone on. Here you go. Uh, wool underwear is not that expensive. Um, and okay. And salt, salt is a crystal. <laughs> It's more like it's more like a meth than a than a cocaine. Thank you. Uh, I would also I would cut to the punch of did you I'd pay because you you said I'd pay any amount of money for dry underwear that was really really funny, and I just get to it faster okay. because it's a really it's a funny punch and the way you delivered it was like really great, and then um, when you're talking about white powders, um, then you brought up white people at the end. I think that there's some misdirect you can do with white power as opposed to powder, like by miss by saying it wrong in some way. Maybe like, okay. or that I didn't like, I like, I like white powders, not white, white, white power, white powders or something like all kinds of white powders, like blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 Just there's a lot of them. Cool. Thank just you for fun. But it was um, super funny stuff. Cool. Thanks. Other comments. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Two comics left. Y'all are holding fast. You're doing great. Clap your hands together right now for Ian Levy.
thank you very much. Uh, I met a woman recently who told me she was undefeated in thumb wars. Uh, uh, so I said, okay, I challenge you to a thumb war. And she said, no. <laughs> like, well, in that case, I'm undefeated at Muay Thai. Like, what is this? That's, that's bullshit. That's, that's not how that works. You can't just be throwing out that moniker, like, I'm undefeated at thumb wars, but not accepting challengers. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was dumb. I like, um, I spend most of my free time watching videos on the internet. I watch a lot of videos that are titled social experiments. Have you guys seen videos where people are like social experiments? I, I think it's weird for a video that calls itself a social experiment. They're never very scientific. <laughs> like all, every time I watch one, it's like, it'll be these two bros and they're like, Oh, today for our social experiment, oh, we're going to throw snakes at the elderly. <laughs> It's like, what? Is and then it's just cuts to him, like, swinging a cobra over his head <laughs> in a nursing home. Well, some guys, like, in a walker, like, ah, you know. And then at the end, they break it down, like, in our analysis, the elderly are reptile bigots. And it's like, oh, this fucking, I don't need to know any of that. It's, you're just torturing old people. <laughs> like, it seems wrong. It seems <laughs> not what Carl Sagan would have wanted. I don't know. I also watch a lot of prank videos. I've learned uh, abuse is legal as long as you film it and call it a prank. <laughs> as, like I watched a video where a woman hit her husband in the face with a frying pan, <laughs> and it wasn't even like uh, it wasn't even well orchestrated. Like she walked in, and he was like, "Hey, where's the TV remote?" She was like, "Bam!" and just just smacked him on the side of the head. And the video was titled like oh, "I pranked Larry." It's like, no, you killed Larry. Like that's. <laughs> Was, you can't. Was, who the fuck is that shit? That's, that's not right. I don't know. I work in a uh, I work in a cafe, uh, and I found that people never know what they're ordering. Like all the time, they just they they're always come in and they'll try to order something fancy off the menu. They'll be like, "Oh, I'd like a flat white," uh, and then every time I just give them a cappuccino. <laughs> And they're always happy, 100% of the time. They're always like, oh, thanks, this is great. And Because they don't know what they're, they just want to sound Italian. They're like, oh, grazie. And then they drink it there because they don't know. I mean, they could say, they'll come in and be like, oh, can I try the chicken shawarma cappuccino? Boom, they're good. It doesn't matter <laughs> what they have. Um, do you guys ever ask yourself the question, uh, am I in a cult? Yeah, yeah, apparently not. It's a good question. Man. I don't know. It wouldn't take much for me. I'll do what you say if you have, like, a strong jawline. It doesn't, you know, that's my, why would God make you beautiful if you weren't supposed to lead me? Like, that's my, I don't, that's just the way I do it. Like, I, like, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, but I've always been one just because that's how my parents raised me. You know, my mom just has a strong jawline. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And I don't even really, like, care about animals or anything. You know, like, I'll dropkick a chicken, man. I just won't eat it. I'll just fucking... fucking Chickens suck, man. <laughs> they have talons. No fun animals have talons. No one's ever like, hey, look at that koala. Just watch out for its talons. Okay, that's all my time. Hey. Ian Levy. A perfect set from Ian Levy. Uh, not a stinker in the bunch. Every single one of them flowed perfectly. They were hilarious. 
from the social experiments into legal abuse, into cappuccinos, into the cult thing. You were completely solid the whole way through. I, it was like a perfect three minutes and 30 seconds. It was what I would use for any competition. It was spot on. Like there are, I can't have, I have nothing to add. Oh, thanks. Oh, I like it. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> That's a really good set. Is that it? Does anybody have anything to say? Anyone? Does anybody else want to compliment him? Because it really was a great fucking set. No? Okay. Ian Levy! <laughs> this was a great fucking set. All right, your last comedian of the night. Thank you guys so much for staying here the whole time. It really makes a difference when people care and listen to each other's jokes and they're supportive. Blah blah blah. Community. Blah, I just came from Portland. Blah, blah, blah. Put your hands together, one for your last comedian of the night, Patty Cakes. <laughs> Uno momento while I make a donation. Hey, hey. And then I do this for good luck. I I put a dollar in an art display. So um uh I put my notes in my pocket um because I don't like to look at them. Dear Heavenly Father, please give me everything I want. Okay, love you too, bye. Um, if who's, who's watching Game of Thrones? And who doesn't want to be spoiled? Watching this show, you've probably been spoiled. Um, six great seasons. And then, uh, you know what? The books aren't even done, okay? And they're never gonna be done. He's dead. He's going to die before he finishes because his method for writing, I'm talking about J.R.R. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, that's George R.R. Um, it's very, uh, very, what's up with that guy? Um, uh, you know what? Uh, I finally met someone who uses a poop knife. Uh, if you want to know what a poop knife is, ask someone you think is uh, ill. Uh, I'm going to put that there, and then I'm going to do this. Uh, do you ever think that you're farting next to your girlfriend, or, or uh, do you ever think that you're farting next to your partner in bed? Like, thinking that you might actually be farting in bed next to your partner. Um, it's a thinker. Um, so I asked, uh, my girlfriend was going to the kitchen and, I, and she asked me, do you want anything? And I said, sure, could you make me some chocolate milk? And she said, well, how do you make that? I said, well, uh, take a glass. You put about two um, squirts of Hershey syrup, um, not Hershey squirts. Um, th th that, that was the hinge of the joke. Uh, I was at the dispensary not 10 minutes ago. It's legal now, mom. Um, and you either laughed or something funny happened there that you had to be there for. Um, an immortal dog. Uh, every time the owner dies, he gets a new human or she dog. Um, 
does it, eventually does the dog become the master? Um, it was raining, and I'm tired of looking at where um little creatures are on the ground because I care about them. Um, Pikachu, uh, Detective Pikachu, the movie was not aimed at adults, but we are clearly all grown up now. Um, let's not aim at the original target audience. Let's go for the endless masses. Uh, something about misfortune of having children, but of course they're all blessings. Uh, riff. I'm going to riff for two minutes. No? One minute? Um, how long do I have? A I'm done? No riff. You start. Okay. Uh. Who, who, who has friends? <laughs> you don't have to rub it in. <laughs> I'm just asking. Um, you've all, um, most of you stuck around, and that's great because no one ever wants to talk about my stuff. Or I just do that well. Thank you. <laughs> Patty cakes, yay! Yay, and then yay. Comments for Patty cakes. Charity, cool. Maybe with the poop knife um, joke, there are probably people who haven't heard about the poop knife, don't know that story. Um, and it might be funny if uh, you talk about it because it's a weird thing and you talk about how weird it is uh, that this guy had in his family this poop knife. Um, and then just go on about how weird it is and then uh, mention something really bizarre and equally weird that you personally have that nobody does or that you use. Okay. The, the friends joke at the end was really funny. The riffs, <laughs> that was really, because it was also, it felt really real and it was it was very funny. Ian. Oh, I'd just say, uh, it seemed like you were, uh, I, I, I said this to someone else kind of similar, but do you do you work off your like uh, word for word kind of off what you write? Because it seemed like you were pretty focused on what you had written on your phone. So I, I just recommend trying to just do like bullet points or something just to force you to do it in a more kind of naturalistic style, if that makes sense. Just kind of have a general gist of what you want to talk about, and then just try talking about it, and then you'll find on stage you'll kind of the wording will kind of come to you because mm -hmm. you'll just talk like you're explaining it to someone it's, instead of sticking to this rigid like wording that you're looking for. If that makes sense. They are in bullet points, but I kind of memorized how they go. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, that, that's okay. I'm just. Uh, that you might want to try doing it just without your phone on stage at all just to force you because you'll there'll be a couple times where you'll forget exactly what you want but after a while you'll realize you won't need the phone as like a crutch so because you'll if you don't like stop looking at the phone now you'll kind of start to depend on it right so it's just it just helps to uh, it, it, you will go through a couple sets that kind of suck because you'll just forget everything you wanted to talk about but you'll get over that at a certain point once you build up that muscle a little bit 
Okay, just I, a couple I, failures I, under my belt, and then I'll be ready. No, well, it's um, at, for an ex- I did the same thing as an example. There used to be a place called Club 93, and they did a um, open mic on Mondays. And there was a time when I went up, and people were challenging me. I'd been in comedy for about a year and a half, and people were challenging me to do it without my notes. And I was even like, I'd write them on a napkin and put it behind a glass so that when I was sipping my beer, nobody could see me doing it. It was like it was hidden in the napkin because I'm a genius. I learned it from someone else. I learned it from someone else. But there was a time when I was trying to remove that from myself, and I had to say, I completely forgot every single joke I'd ever written and I ended up hiding under the beer bar and crying and comedians like it's okay Pam you had to do that like you have to it was awful and it was uncomfortable and I literally cried underneath the bar I was also very drunk but I couldn't remember not one joke not and I just sat there in front of the microphone and I was like I can't remember not even one joke I don't even I can't even and I just like left it was like a minute after I left and I and I broke down and people were like no 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 that's good (laughs) but you gotta go through that because it's scary the first time you do it without your notes but then you have to think like it's a fucking open mic at Mutiny Radio it's fine none of us this is the place to fall down you know what I mean like cause we're not gonna be like fuck you man we're gonna be like you did it you didn't have notes you know what I mean but the whole world is listening at the same time that's that's true too but you also use a fake name so take this opportunity to like you know use the anonymity and you know, whatever. I think it's great, though. I think that you, you've only done this a couple times, and you're doing great. Keep it up. Keep coming back. Yeah. It's just like AA. Keep coming back. <laughs> this has been the Joke Workshop. Thank you guys all for staying till the end. Thank you for donating. Thanks for making this show awesome. Um, I didn't take pictures for Instagram tonight. We have a couple minutes left. Does anybody want to plug shows real quickly um, up at the front mic? Any shows that you're currently you're going to be in? You're going to be in in like the next couple of weeks. I'm headlining Blondie's next next week, so it's going to be a short joke workshop. But it's uh, Patty Cakes again, and um, I uh, I go to the Starry Plow in Berkeley oh. on Shattuck every week. It's been a year of comedy, solid. What what is uh what time is that? What day? I've never been to the Starry Plow in Berkeley. It's at seven. Seven on tentatively. On what days of the week? Tuesdays. Tuesdays at open seven. mic for everything. Oh, mixed open mic. Right, so like singer songwriter poetry, the whole deal. I I had a friend who made a peanut butter sandwich on stage. People are actually listening. Is what you're saying? No, no. There's an audience. There, I an literally audience. had a friend who did. No, no, made a peanut butter jelly sandwich, but everybody watched because they're a respectful audience that, like, is there and there to see weird, cool stuff. Yeah, badass. Sweet Starry Plow, Tuesday, 7 o'clock. Rafi has a show. Hey, Rafi Sussman. Uh, June 14th, we're doing a show at Laps on Tap in Albany at Ocean View Brew Works. It's a great show. It's getting better, and uh, it's a fun. It's going to be nice weather, so it's an outside show. And there's a taco truck down the street at Hastasi. So Ocean View Brew Works, June 14th, 7.30 p.m. His show starts. Thank you. Yay! Other shows? Any other shows? Like I said, I'm at Blondie's next Monday, and it's going to be a shortened joke workshop because that ends because that starts early or something like that and I'm trying to think every Friday Pam Tassis Comedy Clubhouse super fun it's really great we have four open mics a week now here at Mutiny Radio Mondays and Fridays from 6 to 8 and Saturdays and Sundays from 4 to 6 please come to any and all of them and um yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Thanks, thanks so much for being here and supporting Mutiny Radio and each other. And uh, have great sets for the rest of the week. Yay! Yay.
does this do anything? It's just an effect on it, but I don't really hear any difference. Do I hear an effect? Nope, 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 nope. Don't think so. La 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 joke workshop.
Yes, House of Pride Radio coming at you live from San Francisco, California. I'm your host, Tweaker Turner. It's always a pleasure to host the show, giving it out to you guys with love. And we were just listening to a new pod from DJ Freeze over in the Midwest somewhere. I can't remember what city she lives in. Somewhere cold and icy. Uh, but thank you, DJ Freeze, for that warm-up. We have a live show for you today, folks, and we're going to get right into it because we have two guests ready to go. Uh, the start gate is about to open up with uh, Elsa. Elsa Tuche. Hi. Hello. How are you? Thanks for having me, Tweeka. It's so glamorous here. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, let's make it more glamorous with this bling ring. Here Ooh, you go. thank you. Can I keep it? Oh, good God. Yes, you no, can. No, you already lost it. <laughs> <laughs> thank um, you. It's folks nice listening to, to us, so you have to use your imagination. But uh, It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and sitting beside you, the reigning uh, Duke, uh, Grand Duke of Alameda, Contra Costa County, Incorporated. Mr. David Bracamontes. Radio listeners, you can't see me, but I'm curtsying right now. Good job. <laughs> I'm glad you remember how, now that you're over on this side of the bay. David, you're a <laughs> constellation prize for joining us today. Is either another bling ring or a drink ticket to the Wild Side West? Uh, I'll take both. Oh, that wasn't enough. Uh, oh, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here, you can have both. Royalty what? You are royalty. Welcome, folks. Welcome. You have so much. So today's show, the theme is local luminaries, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. Local luminaries. It's been oh, some time so who's coming? Since we've had <laughs> some local talent here on the air. But if anyone listening to us has questions and wants to join in on the fun, do it on Facebook in real time or call us here right here in the live studio. We are in a radio station in the mission. The phone number is 415-550-0511. Do call and chat with us. So, Elsa, I know you are on a tight schedule so what was was the next word gonna be (laughs) i didn't know (laughs) let's get into your story now you're coming fresh off of um successful Uh, i just uh, finished i just finished a show it was uh without you i'm nothing in drag which was an all drag uh parody slash tribute to um the one woman movie by sandra bernhardt of the same name It was, we actually had to to remount it because the first time we were running it, we didn't honor some tickets because of, it was when the campfires were happening. So some people couldn't make it because the air quality was so bad in the city. So we wanted to have a second run of the show to honor some of those tickets. And also a lot of people just really wanted to see it and then couldn't couldn't see it the first time. So did David, were you one of the, did you go to the first show? Why are you calling me out like that? He did not. (laughs) David did not come to see it, but he can redeem himself by coming to see the next show I'm working on. Yes, is that Murder, She Wrote? It's Murder, She Wrote in drag. Oh my gosh. Kids, you are not going to want to miss this. Where is our soundboard? Wait, uh, speak that horn. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. There you go. Thank you. That, that's so, the extent of our sophistication. You've got to come see Murder, She Wrote, and Drag. I'm so excited about this. So this is a, something I'm working on. I'm a co-producer with um, Sugar Beaties and Intensive Claire. We basically have taken taken an episode of Murder, She Wrote and added some spice to it. But we're leaving the script very much as it is because the script is ridiculous as it is anyway. And we are adding a couple drag numbers to make it a drag show. Drag numbers that kind of move the the plot along because 
Murder, She Wrote only lasts like 40 minutes, the episode, so it needed some spice. It's going to be hilarious. I am laughing every time me and Sugar and Claire meet to discuss it. It's got some, got a great cast. We open April 12th, at Piano Fight, and then run uh, for four weekends. All right. Now, Piano Fight is sort of like a new like place to launch your your show it's been around for a few years but they have been and they do all sorts of theater events they have two black box theaters and they have been really welcoming to the drag performance community they have drag shows in their bar area and they've just been super excited to have a lot of the uh, drag theater stuff that we've been working on there in their black box. How like, would you uh, describe the space that if, if folks come to see? It's like, it's basically a bar and then you walk past the bar and there's a whole theater with 92 seats. That's, 92 seats? It, yeah, it's a great little theater. It's really, really nice. Anyone, I mean, I mean the, the biggest show that we've done there and I was a performer in this was uh, the dra- the last run of drag um, Hamilton which was kind of, it's, it was a, a big hit and a lot of people came to see us there. So if you went to see Drag Hamilton, you probably saw it at Piano Fight. Now that did, was with Cruz and Delu, wasn't it? Cruz and Delu and Sugar Beaties were the producers of that one, and I was I was lucky. I got to perform in that, and a couple of shows last summer while Cruz and was on vacation, I got to fill her giant shoes in her role. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to stuff the shoes? Um, yeah, I basically lived in them for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one room studio. <laughs> yeah, it is in San Francisco. I charge seventeen hundred bucks a month for it now. Oh, that's so funny. Um, so, folks, once again, uh, so it's in production now, and right. folks can buy tickets when? Pro- folks can buy tickets now, and I recommend that they do. They're actually selling really fast. We were kind Ooh. of nervous, like, how is this going to go? Do people want to see Murder, She Wrote in drag? Honey, they do. So that's good news for us. Um, you can there's buy only tickets. 92 seats, folks. So <laughs> go, where do we go to get those tickets? Uh, you can get them at <laughs> pianofight.com and also on uh, eventbrite.com. And uh, more information also, you can find me on Facebook and at Elsa Touche, and then uh, get your tickets that way. So there's lots of ways to get tickets david bracamontes <laughs> i'm staring at him like you better come see my show well i mean if you were filling in for cruising then i was probably with her somewhere else <laughs> i thought I she was with like her I husband could. in europe honey uh, you know you know what's so strange is like when i was coming in the door here to the station i saw her cruising drive by I, I swear she wasn't on her way here <laughs> not. where is she going i don't know Dick, Dick. we never asked we never asked <laughs> she, she's tricking right now but she'll be in later yeah <laughs> Um, well, um, gee, I would think like the Dugo court, because Cruzan's the, the um, Dugo princess. She's, she's the, a reigning grand duchess. Ra- reigning grand duchess. Um, they get comped in, uh, Elsa, I would think. No, they charge no. us double. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, my local mm. ro- my local royalty might get some comps because I'm actually a member of the San Francisco. I used to be a member of the Alameda Contra Costa Ducal Court, and they, they will always have my heart. Yeah, we're talking were- about Alameda, the island? Al- it's Alameda County, oh, Alameda okay. and, and Contra, Contra Costa, Costa County. It's a huge, you guys have a huge realm. It's, gi- it's ginormous, yes. a ginormous realm. Yeah, yeah it's quite um, large. It, that's what they say about David Bracamontes. We do my best. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, um, well, actually, you wanted to touch base on that's not all you're doing. Wait, folks, wait. I have an announcement to make. You are coming here uh, 
with your own crown. I am. So I recently won the uh, Miss California Gold pageant, which earns me a title in the San Francisco Ducal Court. So I'm really honored and excited to now spend a year of service uh, in the San Francisco Marin San Mateo realm. Yeah. As part of the SF Ducal Court. Yeah, it was it was a it was a, a real honor. I'm very honored to have one and have another crown to add to my collection. <laughs> was there one point during the competition where you you knew or you felt that you could have the crown? Uh, the competition was very fierce. I never felt secure. I was surprised. I actually cried a little bit. Um, yeah, the competition was much prettier than me, all of them. I'm going to just come out and say that. So I, I'm, I'm surprised as anybody that I won, honestly. I'm, yeah. No, thank oh, you. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. That's not what it sounded like. It was more like, <laughs> Wait, so wasn't there a dress out of condoms? Yes, there's a creative dress portion to Miss California Gold where you have to make a dress out of unconventional materials. Oh, like and duct tape, for example. I made mine out of um, condoms. What color? Uh, well, it depended on whether they were used or not. Oh, most of them were not used. Good most job. of them. Um, yeah, it was a be- And it actually, underneath the, the lights, the fluorescent lights, condoms are quite beautiful. Iridescent. <laughs> yeah, they're sort of iridescent and very pretty. You used the, like the um, natural like skin tone ones? No, no, no. I had to use, I used, uh, I used latex ones, unlubricated obviously, because yeah. that dress was made of latex condoms and glue. Did you yeah. like split them open or were they just hanging? Just, I, I, some of them were rolled up and oh. so that made like a nice little decoration Circle. area. Yeah. yeah. And then others were unrolled and it made this sort of like very shimmery, pretty fabric almost. It was pretty. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're saying that when you walked out in that dress, you didn't know at that moment like the crown was yours no i, mean, I, I saw those photos and i was like I was it's actually, yours it's i done. was really nervous because as i was walking <laughs> i could hear the condoms like falling off the dress and hitting them like thunk, oh, some of them were... i was like oh shit i'm losing condoms as i yeah. go and then i'm like i'm just gonna pretend condoms. this was intentional this is what i meant to do and at least that's you, drag. thank god you didn't slip on one in your stilettos yeah well there are platforms but <laughs> yes platforms. like a lot of, yeah so much of my but, drag is pretending that something that was a terrible accident was what i meant to do again you were smart enough to not lose use the lubricated condoms <laughs> and so Glide you didn't slip on one. anything <laughs> oh yes right. that dress well you'll see that dress hopefully i'll be well, hopefully least i'll you, have a chance to wear that dress again one can't say you weren't well protected after the show if you got lucky after you won absolutely oh please <laughs> i never get lucky <laughs> well i don't know <laughs> there she is miss california gold oh, thank 2019. you thank you yes i'm so I, i'm just really i'm just really honored and touched and tickled and i'm really looking forward to my year of of uh, service with sf ducals yeah yeah well so does that pageant marriage some of the things that the Dougal court's doing uh the, the so winning the pageant earns you a place within the Ducal court uh-huh. and part of that and that comes with responsibilities such as organizing and hosting a fundraiser during during your 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 year reign and you know of course attending other fundraisers and performing and so basically it's a it's a fundraising and philanthropic role so you what what you win is the honor and also the opportunity to do a lot of work for your community isn't that nice that's not so nice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice, and you know, um, folks, listen, because most of us know the the um, what the Dougal court system is about and the um, imperial court system. Uh, at the core, the foundation, you guys are a fundraising organization.
organization and they folks they raise a lot of money for some really incredible causes uh david maybe you can expand on that a bit yeah definitely so I do want to say that we are very fortunate here in the Bay Area to have four organizations representing the international court system. So San Francisco has an imperial court and a ducal court, and then Alameda Contra Costa County has also an imperial and ducal court as well. And so the the idea of it's not just uh, Elsa swimming across the bay back and forth with her crown on. We actually do have four different 501c3s in the Bay Area choosing to raise money for the charities of their choice. And we use it in that camp way, exactly like Elsa said. We come up with these titles. And we either have really serious, hardcore, hard-hitting pageants where the contestants wear condom dresses, and <laughs> or we have really fun uh, camp titles like Grand Duke and Grand Duchess. Uh, so, and the heads of state, the emperor and empress, the duke and duchess, select the charities of choice and the focus for the year. And so we get to dictate uh, what charities we're looking to raise money for in our counties and how we're going to go about doing that. That could be with a fundraising title. That could be with the monthly event that could be selling cruising on the corner we just like to do that it's fun um, so any of those things are options for us as, as a fundraising entity and we have amazing years of service with that for us in Alameda we've been around uh, over 30 years now this is the 27th reign and uh, San Francisco just celebrated its 54th coronation for the Imperial Council which is the mother court the founding organization of the Imperial Council yes sir and so here you are um halfway through your yes. reign of of your your uh um crown your yeah um what um uh, what or um, not organizations but what causes have you uh, chosen this year yeah definitely so it's been amazing to reign first of all with Cruz and Delu uh, yes let's hear it for Cruz and Delu yeah right she brought all the comedy slow class no I love you watch you'd be nice to Cruz and she may come in here and <laughs> oh gosh oh, oh I know yeah. she's gonna, you we should see what she has in her purse coming. There's, there's a bathroom right there so she might be close by oh, yes, we, <laughs> that is true I think true. her name's on there so right probably <laughs> uh yeah so beyond the amazing energy and personality that cruising brings to the Cruz stage and does and everything else we had near and dear to our hearts that very similar uh, focus of the year and really focusing on mental health uh something that our community really struggles with is something that we wanted to focus on and we have two amazing pride centers in the east bay uh, contra costa county has the rainbow community center and oakland has opened its first lgbtq center um, last year and we are donating our funds towards both those organizations who do amazing work with youth uh, the mental health services in the area and then also just outstanding outreach to the community in terms of uh, food, providing food to the community, um, and other resources as such. So that's what we're really focusing on. And then our biggest thing, too, beyond the fundraising charity aspect of it, is really growing the court in the East Bay, really making, helping everyone realize that we are here, um, not just in the Bay East, uh, the this side of the Bay, um, over in San Francisco, and people like Elsa and uh, Royal Grand Duchess Sister Annie helped us do that. And we're just kind of keeping that tradition going yes <laughs> uh so here we are um what is the next fundraiser the next fundraiser is actually this Saturday, Yay. and it is a combined event with the Alameda Imperials and the Ducals. Um, so we have Cruz and Delu, and they have Lady Carla. Lady Carla is uh, a empress of theirs, and they're 
president of their board currently, and they are doing Battle of the Seas. Oh, that sounds fun. I Battle of the Seas. I don't know if I'm allowed to say what C really stands for. Yes, why not? Uh, you, oh, I think they mean Carla and Cruzen, but I really thought it meant something else. Oh, I, I don't know what it, I don't know what it means. I mean, I Carla you, and Cruzen. How do you spell it? It just says CCs. It just says CCs. Oh, I don't Battle know. Battle of the Cs. Cruzen and Carla. Yeah, that's this, what it means. Yeah. With some innuendo. Yeah. So I'll just let you all know that when Lady Carla came and did our first fundraiser, uh, she made sure that she gave Cruzen some of her own medicine, and she brought a really dirty, raunchy number, and they have asked all of the performers to bring their most dirty outrageous numbers to this fundraiser so it's going to be great it's march 2nd five dollar cover this saturday this saturday at the white horse at the white horse which is in oakland that's in an oakland. old venue that's been around for some time yeah and i'll just plug the sf ducal's next fundraiser which is saturday march 9th at the edge it's their monthly beer bust and fundraiser starts at four o'clock they're super fun drag shows jello shots beer bust at the edge what Maybe more do you not want say, we always it's like it's an endorsement we have to say jello shots yes <laughs> i mean i mean i can't eat jello shots but i hear they're fabulous yeah well two great venues to visit folks to come out and learn more about what these great fundraising organizations are all about and if you're interested get involved yes please do yes uh, the more the merrier yeah so um the white horse is saturday and Sunday. the edge on saturday the ninth. Saturday. the ninth the, yeah. ne- the following saturday yeah god you guys it just it's like uh you never stop there's it, always it there's stops. always there's always a super fun Ducal or Imperial event to attend. Yes. Every always. weekend there's something fun to do. I saw yeah. something on Facebook where it was like the Ducal Court Facebook page. Is that where p- people should go to learn like more about your organizations? There's the Grand Ducal Council of San Francisco. Yes, they can go to see some stuff or yeah. Yeah, so we do have a Facebook page for Alameda Ducal uh, and then we also have our website alamedaducal.org and um also, we have our own 27th Rain um, Facebook page as well. And then you can also find me, David Bracamontes. If you can spell that name, then you found me. It's really easy. What are your roots, David? My roots? Is that what ethnicity is that? Oh, I was going to say, you we're going to go deep. You we're going to go deep. You just called her out. <laughs> Honey, you're here. Don't worry about it. Your naturally dark black hair. There's not a dye in there. Sorry, man. He's coming later. I went into right into a kink thing. I was like, oh, the roots of my kink? I don't know. Let's go. Where's, where's the therapy that's, couch? That's at 7 p.m. Oh, that's at 7. Okay, got you it. Got it. That one. Uh, so, yeah, so I am uh, Mexican-American. I grew up in Southern California. My father is from Chihuahua, Mexico. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know if that was Italian or... <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the fun the fun fact story of it is actually the name is Bracamonte. And, you know, we came across and immigration said that's a Bracamonte's family, and that's how they spelled it, and they added the S. Rude. Rude. So rude. <laughs> now Keeping the social now justice aware. Your name. Yeah, and and you're right. We do have events all the time. All I the time. I will also be in Long Beach this weekend, uh, representing our court at their uh, coronation, uh, while Cruzen is defeating Lady Carla. Carla, I love you, um, but she's gonna kick your butt. Uh, and then uh, we also have the annual Royal Spaghetti Feed and Drag Show, which is oh, I saw that um, one on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that looks fun. Yeah, Mama P's been doing this for some years now, and we are so happy with it. And the reason that it's such an amazing event, it's a spaghetti feat at a church. And we all know kind of the struggle between the LGBT community and the history of churches and being accepting. And this is an amazing accepting church um, out in the East Bay, uh, St. Cuthbert. 
Birds Episcopal Church, um, and they Excuse have been Saints. Please cut, say that five times. Cut, fast. Cut, cut throat. Cut, 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 cut throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for one of my monarchs to call in and yell at me. I'm just trying to do as much as I can to get phone calls in. Um, so. It is going to be March 23rd at Doors at 5 o'clock, and this is a pre-sale ticket event, and so go to our website, alamedaducal.org. You'll see how to buy tickets there. Um, it does sell out every year because the church community shows up and completely supports Mama P. She is a... a a member of their church as her boy self, but they also know her as Mama P, and we love them, and they're so supportive to us every year. I went to the spaghetti feed last year, and oh my gosh, it was so fun and so cute, and like it was such a family affair. Like there were yeah. there were families from the church with their kids and drag queens and oh. the local LGBTQ community. It was super super cute and fun. So yeah. highly recommended that one. Wow, I want to go. Yeah, you should. should. And also, and then there's spaghetti a spa- and meatballs. And there's a spaghetti dinner as <laughs> yeah. well. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, with maybe, well, and maybe a buttered roll. Unlike unlike Elsa, I will comp you a ticket because I will pay for your ticket oh to get God. in. Did you hear that, Elsa? Oh. Cruisen's, Cruisen's trying to get my attention. <laughs> She's no, not even paying Cruisen's attention to you. Cruisen's making rude gestures I'm, to me. I'm focused oh on you, Tweeka. Is Cruisen out there by Cruisen's the door? Cruisen's out there. Like, that, she's just squeezing through the door David, right your other half is Oh, my goodness. Yay. Let's have a nice round of applause <laughs> for the Grand Duchess. Yay. Sorry, Cruisen, there's no seats in here. I'm she's sorry. She's brought a dog with her. <laughs> <laughs> she's also breaking Shall down I? your studio. We're she sorry is. about this. Well, it's great to have the, the Dougal Court Alameda uh, Consta, Costa, Costa? Contra Costa Contra Counties. Costa. <laughs> I was, get out of the city I was so We glad, don't. I was so glad to move from the Alameda and Contra Costa County Ducals to the San Francisco Ducals because I'm saving so many syllables. I am like, I'm you saving are. like hours a week. And now you have time to, you know, launch your own production. <laughs> Ouch. At the, uh, what was the venue again? Your, at Piano at Fight. Piano yes. Fi- yes. Yes. And also, like, I mean, the the Bart trip, the Bart trips back and forth across the bay and drag were they were wearing on me. No, no, we want. I want you to join. Oh, oh, yes. Right. So Cruzen's interrupting our moment. So <laughs> what I would say is that it sounds like we need to I take... I the chemistry between you guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in and join the fun. <laughs> Come on in, Cruzen. It sounds like we need to take Tweeka on Are a tour of the East Bay and introduce you to all the cities and counties over there. I would there. love to get involved. <laughs> I would. I would. Maybe House of Pride could do like a live... There we go. Um, Maybe a live feed from the spaghetti feed. That would be so much fun. Ooh. Yeah. Synchronicity. So, You're so good at this, I want to ask Cruzen what your daughter dog's name is Cruzen. What dog? <laughs> what is that? What dog? Uh, Cruzen doesn't see it. This is Marcus. Marcus. Hi, Marcus. Oh, we've got a live dog. We have two live dogs. We have my dog, Charlie, and Marcus. Hi, Marcus. Come on. Folks, you uh, have to use your imagination. <laughs> unless they, they start to fight. fight. And mine, then mine is oh, no, there's tail wagging. They're friends. They're friends. Mine is there's a neuter. sniffing and tail my wagging. My dog is a neutered. Uh, oh, and the dogs Cruzen. are getting along, too. <laughs> Marcus, do you want a treat? Marcus is neutered also. Okay. No, so he's is not, David. He's not Stop neutered. Stop looking at me. All right. You have this mic, honey. Oh, I'm here. Yes. Cruzen's here. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, you, it might be, seem a little sloppy right now, but it's, it's suspense because here on House of Pride Radio, I'm so proud to have the reigning... Uh, 
Duke and uh, Dugo. No, um, Duchess. Duchess. Reigning Grand Duke and Reigning, Reigning Grand, Grand Duchess, Duchess together. Alameda and Contra Again, Counties. it's like you guys do so many shows together, and here you are taking the time to be I with did. us on House of Pride Hi. Radio. I just saw you. You did. did. Did you get my text? I did get your text. Yeah, did you answer? I was kind of, I was busy. Were you busy? Yeah. I didn't know you were going to be here. I, I didn't know you were going to be here. You were a surprise I guest. Manny's here I, also. I, I, was a, I was here because Tweeka pointed out on Facebook that I was going to be here, but we know how you love Facebook. Cruising's a surprise guest. <laughs> I have a, um, an appreciative, I'm appreciative uh, token of, uh, of your being present. Oh, I'm so and excited. What is it? It's a drink ticket to the Wild Side West. Oh, thank God. <laughs> this is going to come so in handy for me and my sober 23 years oh, of sobriety. Uh, no, I'm keeping it. No, fuck you. You can trade it for this bling ring. Oh. Okay. Okay. We'll trade. I forgot you were sober. I'm so sorry. I don't That's want It's okay. I could have gotten a Red Bull. Or got me a cocktail. I took both. But I got you a bling ring. No, I took both options. Yes, he already has. Wait, a bling I can ring. get both. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Okay, I'm fine. Okay. Guess who's out? <laughs> oh my god, I'm just a bad example. <laughs> Here, congratulations on yourself. Here's a drink ticket. That's okay. I am okay. You, you can get a. Down? You can get an orange juice. Thank you. Or, Sit down. I don't drink. I get buy cokes every time I go there. All right. So how is everybody? We're good. You know, uh, we're talking uh, how about uh, well, we were talking about Elsa for a while. Yes. Yeah, well, we, who doesn't? <laughs> would you like to go back to that topic, Tweeka, darling? Yes. We, we want to reiterate before you leave. I know you're on a tight schedule. I'm on such a tight yeah, schedule. It's There's tight. nothing tight about you or your schedule. <laughs> well, but I was really like so excited to hear of how like uh, how busy you guys are. During your reign, you're halfway through it, and you've uh, been doing all these fundraisers. We are, and don't eat it. Uh, and uh, it's been very exciting. It has been. It That's has been super saying. exciting. And we are sad to have Elsa have moved to the San Francisco court, but that's where you belong because that is where your home is, and we support that. Thank you. And I, I will always have a special place in my heart for Alameda and Contra Costa County Ducals. I was really, I left my year as Queen of Hearts over there. So thank you so much. Just to be clear, she just said that she's saving syllables but not being with us anymore. Uh, I am. Sure San Francisco versus that. Alameda she and Contra Costa Counties. I am just being nice to her. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait till I leave. You realize I'll be See, able to hear what you say when I turn the radio on. She's no longer reigning with us. So I think that requirement of being nice to my counterpart. You don't have to. I don't have to apply that to her. And I've never had to apply. (laughs) Marcus, please sit down. You're making me. I I was also trying to tell the listeners that I'm trying to say as many wrong things as I can in the hopes that our monarchs call in. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Like who? Mother Hen. Mother Hen would be great. That's granny, right. Granny Annie. Gra- oh, you just called her that word. You just yep. have to text these people. Tell them to call. I'll give them the number. So, Tweeka, what's what's new in your world? Yeah. Uh, my world. <laughs> that is exactly how I see your world. <laughs> With the cock in the background. Nice. Is that Mother Chicken? It's Mother Hen. Mother Hen. Mother hen. She's Uh-oh. in the house. She called. <laughs> Folks, call us. 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. Who doesn't have a, a ducal question? 
Or yes. a court question. Come on. Just te- text your friends. That's how we get people to pull. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there one fundraiser that has stuck out as uh, you know one that really you thought went just perfectly or had the most memorable experience at? Lonely. Yeah, but I there there is one that sticks out right now as we are midway. But uh, and I'm happy to talk about that, and I and I will. Uh, but uh, what is truly exciting to me is that we have some really cool things coming up. But I think you probably covered them, right? Well, we talked about the spaghetti. Oh, the spaghetti feed. Oh, yeah. Spaghetti yes. feed sounds fabulous. I can't wait. And then yeah. this Saturday. Is uh, yes, the Battle of the CCs. That's with you and uh, and, and Carla, Lady Carla, and I are going head to head. And the two C's stand for your name, Carla and Cruzen. Okay, and mm-hmm. it is the Imperial Court against the Ducal Court. And I made up a rule this afternoon while I was driving that whoever wins uh, gets to give the other a pie in the face. Oh, uh, so nice. uh, that's so we have to win. Fabulous. Ducal Court. But I think that, uh, I think the project that David and I did at uh, Filoli, which is where I work, which is a historic house and garden in Woodside, California, uh, was really a lot of fun. uh, And it brought a lot of people together. And I think that as far as I'm concerned about is uh, the money has been great. Did you see the money Mm -hmm. thing? Yeah. Yeah, The money has been great. not for us, of course, <laughs> but uh, for our charities, it's been great. But I think that the most, re- the thing that I've loved the most is the number of people that are getting involved and people who have never done fundraising before who are giving up their time to fundraise for organizations that they believe in. And that, to me, is one of the most wonderful and heartwarming things that uh, has happened as part of the Ducal Court. That's so wonderful. Um, We're not talking about me anymore, so I have to go. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Tell folks where they can uh, follow you, I actually did have to go at 6.30. I'm sorry. And also, Prince Manny is here, and he needs this chair because the studio has three chairs, and I'm in one of them. Okay. Um, You can find me on Facebook. It's Elsa Touche. It rhymes with douche but starts with a T. And uh, (laughs) tickets to my upcoming show, Murder, She Wrote, which starts in April. Uh, Murder, She Wrote in drag at Piano Fight. You can get tickets to that at pianofight.com or eventbrite.com. Murder, she wrote it. Murder, she, murder, she, we wanted to call it murder, she gagged, but then we decided (laughs) just to stick with murder, she wrote in drag. So come see it. And Tweeka, thank you so much for having me. I hope Angela Lansbury doesn't sue you. Oh, well, you know, Angela Lansbury, we hope she doesn't notice. You know, we hope she doesn't notice. Is she dead? Uh, No, she's not dead, but we're not very important. No no (laughs) cease and desist letters yet. (laughs) No no cease and desist letters yet. We have, we have, we feature the word parody very prominently in all our materials and parody is allowed under most copyright rules. Ish, ish, ish. ish, Fabulous. Ish, ish. ish. But thank you so much for having me, Let's have a nice round of applause for Elsa. Elsa Tush. Oh, so nice Take to see you, Cruzen and David. Okay. So nice to see you, Elsa. Are we going to see you this weekend? Uh, no, we're not going to. 
going to. No. no. Okay. No. So, folks. Thanks, uh, Elsa. Oh, you'll see me soon. Well, one sec. <laughs> Bye, honey. Uh, Bye. So we have a. We have more local luminaries coming in, but what we're going to do right now is take a short musical break and call Miami really quick because we need to talk to uh, Frank Cesarlo, who was one of the big PR people from Epic Records. He's going to tell us about his new uh, songs that are coming out, and then we're going to get back into our local fun here, folks. We're going to uh, play a song from his uh, promotion team entitled Drop It. Here goes. This is C-Rod featuring Brendan O'Hara. The name of the song is Stay. Check it out. We'll be right back with Frank. Tigers. We fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers. We're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP. 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834.
watching live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco!